The Haunted Underpants by Dale Shaw, Episode 3. When last we met, our hero had been taken to buy some underpants. The underpants winked at him. Now we continue. You could say that I was the most unremarkable boy in my school. I was so unremarkable that my teacher often forgot to mark me down as actually being there. Mother was bothered by truancy officers all the time, believing I was skipping school. And they continually screamed through the letterbox, Where is the boy? While I, the boy in question, was sitting at my desk, completely surrounded by the school, but being thoroughly unremarkable. Many of my teachers expressed repeated surprise at my being in the school. New boy, are you? They'd ask. No, sir. Exchange student? Transfer? A very small dinner lady? No, sir. I am a normal boy. This was all fine. I enjoyed this complete lack of attention. I was never called on to answer questions as teachers worried that I had just arrived in their classroom from some sort of scheme and my answers may have been either confusing or in a language they didn't quite understand. I never suffered the tyranny of other children's parties or the horror of sleepovers. I was completely overlooked, which was great. I wanted to be overlooked. I dreamed of being ignored. I wanted to be the most unremarkable boy in the world. If I could just pootle through life not being identified, I was happy. In fact, the only person who seemed to realise that I existed at all was Vreeland. Vreeland was my tormentor. Everyone needs a tormentor. Otherwise, life would be too easy and nice. And Vreeland was mine. He was a round-faced boy of pure spite. In fact, I often felt that the extra areas of his big face must have been filled by sheer malice and more nastiness. Like a hamster. But instead of sunflower seeds, Vreeland's cheek pouches were crammed with bad. Hey, Gunston, he'd squeal. Gunston being my name, have I mentioned my name? Forgettable, isn't it? In fact, I'm not entirely sure if that's my first or my last name. That's how forgettable it is. Hey, Gunston, he'd either repeat or say for the first time, depending on the occasion. Nice haircut. When will it be finished? The small, awful, tittering child who was Vreeland's companion would titter at this point (laughs) and say, haircut, haircut, and skip about. Then I would either say yes to indicate that my haircut was finished, which would be followed by the response, oh yeah, or else I'd say no, and he'd respond, not half, which was one of his catchphrases. Everyone has a Vreeland. I suspect the governor of the Bank of England has someone who trips him up in the corridor and laughs at his glasses and says, Hey, governor, you're a rubbish governor all the time. Life is just bad like that. But despite the outbursts of Vreeland, I appreciated my invisibleness in the school. This was because I had classified everyone I'd met in my life so far into these two categories. People I hated and the barely tolerated. So there was that. Also, I really, really wanted to be the first person to live on Mars. Alone. There, I could live the ultimate unremarkable life. I know that sounds a bit daft, but it's just what I wanted. Some people crave fried bread, or they want to become some sort of pope. 
But since my brain started doing things, I desire to travel away from this particular planet and head to one somewhere else or far away. I pick Mars as it's quite easy to spell. Which is why these winking pants worried me. A winking pant would surely attract attention. A winking pant could well shift my status from remarkable to markable, which was an area I had no interest being in. A winking pant signified trouble, which made the next event all the more troubling. Hello, said the pants. In the next instalment, Yes, those pants spoke to me, and that has repercussions. 